Now, race relations back front and centre as the government rules out any constitutional changes as a result of this Waitangi Tribunal report into Napui. It recommends all Crown land be returned along with an apology and a constitutional reworking of the framework. Former Minister for Treaty of Waitangi Negotiations, Chris Finlayson's with us. Chris, morning. Is this potentially going to be one of the defining issues of the next three years, do you think? I certainly hope not because there are so many important infrastructure and cost of living issues. Uh, the report seems to me to be of interest to a couple of constitutional lawyers and a few Napui, but it's not going to advance the interests of Napui at all. Uh, in what way? Well, in terms of getting them a, um, a good economic base so that they can develop fixing up their marae, the sorts of issues that people raised with me when I was the treaty minister. Is Napui a story in and of itself, given we're still here in 2023 and we're still fighting about it or arguing about it or litigating it? Well, they're, um, they're great talkers, and uh, <laughs> people like Hane Sadler and others, they're great on the marae. But when it comes to delivering concrete results for their people, they're not so flash. And uh, Andrew Little and I tried for many years to get them to the table. John Key said to them in Waitangi in about 2012, I think it was, look, get your terms of negotiation. We can give you an, an advance so that you can get uh, tribal development underway, uh, but they were more interested in talking. Do they want settlement, do you think, in their heart of hearts or not? I don't think so. I think that uh, they will be laggards while others get ahead. I genuinely do not uh, know that these guys want settlement. So which brings me back, I can't remember, but it was Jim Bolger, I think, who started talking about uh, deadlines and timelines and stuff. Why don't, why don't we go back to that? Is there any sense in doing that and just say, look, no. we need this wrapped up? No, I think um, a bit of benign neglect, make all the right noises and just leave them to stew in their own juice. But the problem is we're paying for the tribunal. Does, does the tribunal aid and abet these sort of cases? Yeah, I think the tribunal uh, sometimes goes um, off the market. Uh, I mean, the, the report, as I say, will be of great interest to a few couple of constitutional lawyers, but will it advance the interests of Napui? I doubt it. See, as I understand it, this is part one of a two-parter, and part one is 2,000 pages long. What, I mean, there's, there's money and time and energy in that, isn't there? I mean, yes, who reads 2,000 pages, Chris? Uh, no one. It'll be an excellent doorstop. Yeah. So then we come to Seymour and his referendum, and that's going off to select committee, and he wants that there for nine months, and the argument being that when it comes out, it may well be different, like his, um, his, his life choice business. Does that go anywhere, do you think? No, I think David should scale back on the stuff. I don't think it's particularly helpful, uh, and the temperature's rising too high. And I, as I say, there are bigger issues this government's got to face, uh, and I don't think he needs to go there. And what about Te Papa yesterday? And does that show in some way, shape or form the angst about the place among some? Yes, I think it does. And uh, obviously I don't condone that behaviour, neither do you. Uh, and there'll be criminal consequences, I presume. But it gives you an idea that there's just a bit too much heat in this debate and people should all chill. Good advice, Chris. Go well. Appreciate it very much, Chris Finlayson, and former Treaty um, Negotiation Minister. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.